Clinical Pearls, brought to you by Medicom Oncology. Hi, I'm Dr. Anas Yunus. I'm the Chief of Lymphoma Service at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. And uh, I'd like to uh, discuss in the next uh, few minutes the um, new um, expanded um, uh, indication of pembrolizumab, which now uh, covers patients with relapsed uh, and refractory Hodgkin lymphoma. Um, so as many of you know, um, about a few months ago, um, one of the other checkpoint inhibitors, nivolumab, was approved for Hodgkin lymphoma uh, with restricted um, uh, indication. The approval was for patients with relapsed Hodgkin lymphoma, uh, failing both autologous transplant and brentuximab bedotin. Uh, so the new um, indication for pembrolizumab, which is a, another PD-1 targeted checkpoint inhibitor, actually cover a bit more wider uh, indication for uh, patients with relapsed Hodgkin lymphoma. So it covers both refractory uh, patients and patients who had um, um, at least three prior treatment regimens, irrespective of whether they had uh, brentuximab bedotin or not, and then also irrespective of whether they had autologous transplant or not. So, for example, a patient who failed uh, ABVD, uh, frontline therapy, uh, then uh, let's say get ICE uh, and then had only partial remission, then get gemcitabine-based regimen, they can go straight uh, uh, to receive pembrolizumab without the need to go to uh, autologous transplant or brentuximab rotin. The approval came as a result of a large um, phase two trial with multiple cohorts. It had three different cohorts that covered multiple different clinical scenarios. Uh, and in each different scenario, the response rate was consistent, almost uh, 70% overall response rate, with reasonably durable uh, responses. Uh, so the first scenario covered uh, patients who uh, progressed after autologous transplant and subsequent brentuximab protein. So it's the same cohort uh, like uh, the one that led to the approval of nivolumab. Um, 69 patients treated with an overall response rate uh, of um, uh, 72% and a CR rate uh, of about 21%. It's pretty good responses. And then the other two cohorts that were included uh, in this uh, approval announcement one covered patients who failed salvage chemotherapy, ineligible for autologous transplant, but received brentuximab protein. So, example, um, a patient who got ABVD, uh, didn't uh, respond, get ICE, didn't respond, you call him transplant ineligible, you give brentuximab protein, and also didn't have a good response. So before going to transplant, you can now give uh, pembrolizumab. And a third cohort is a patient who failed autologous transplant, but didn't get to uh, receive brentuximab bedotin. So these are brentuximab bedotin naive. Again, you can give uh, pembrolizumab with also a high response rate and reasonable CR rate. So it's very exciting news for patients with Hodgkin lymphoma. Now they have at least two checkpoint inhibitors uh, approved. Uh, pembrolizumab have a wider uh, 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 indication, so it covers multiple clinical scenarios uh, for this uh, patient population. In terms of safety, it's, a, it's the same safety uh, profile like in any uh, other cancer. There's no unique toxicity signal in Hodgkin lymphoma compared, let's say, to other patients with solid tumors. These agents are relatively safe. Treatment given as an outpatient. For pembrolizumab, is given every three weeks. Uh, the nice thing about pembrolizumab is the, the indication also extended to pediatric patients, so not only for adults. 
it's also pediatric patients, although it's different doses uh, approved for e- e- each uh, uh, age group. Um, so with this, I think it's exciting news for patients with Hodgkin lymphoma, and those agents you'll see will be incorporated with other active agents, including brentuximab, rutin, and other chemotherapy uh, regimens. Don't forget to subscribe to the Medicom Oncology podcast channel for more clinical pearls. And be sure to visit managinghodgkinslymphoma.com for more educational resources.